I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hey, welcome to the Lens on Fitness podcast. Thanks for tuning in. So, mistakes that women make at the gym. Now, let me first of all start off by saying that we all make mistakes, regardless of whether we are male or female, or whether we've been training for a couple of months or a couple of years. And don't worry, ladies, next week, just to balance things out, I shall be releasing an episode titled 10 Mistakes That Men Make at the Gym. This isn't about finding fault with what some of us women do. This is more about highlighting some of the things that you're doing, which are slowing down your progress or having a negative impact on any goals that you may have set for yourself. So let's get into it. There's there's 10 things on the list. So let's get into it. Number one, makeup. We all love makeup, ladies. I like eye makeup. But when it comes to the gym, we need to learn to step back from that kind of thing. When you go to the gym, without a doubt, you need to be putting your maximum effort into your workout. And when you're putting your maximum effort into your workout, you are bound to break out into a sweat. And you're not going to be able to put your best into your workout if you are too conscious about whether or not your mascara is dripping down your face, you know, and your makeup is is starting to look a bit of a mess. You're not going to be able to put your best efforts into your workout. And so therefore, you're holding yourself back from getting the results that you want with your workout because you're too worried about how your face is looking. If you're going to wear makeup, keep it to a minimum. You know, don't go into the gym with your face fully covered with mascara, eyeliner and 10 layers of foundation or you've got so much makeup on that you look as though you're about to go out on a a night on the town. And besides, if you happen to be working out and you forget that you're wearing the makeup and you break out into a sweat, can you imagine how horrendous you're going to be looking when your makeup is halfway down your face? You know, so if you're going in there with the intention of trying to look great for the guys or look good in front of the guys, the guys are not going to look at you in the same way when your mascara is halfway down your face. Moving on to number two, cardio. If you find yourself going to the gym and all you're doing is nothing but cardio, you might as well just quit your gym membership, go for a walk outside, go for a run, you know, do something outside of the gym and save strength training for the gym. It's a complete waste of membership. I often hear of women saying, I want to get toned. I want to tone up. Hours of cardio is not going to do it. It'd be great for your heart, great for your cardiovascular system. Yes, but it's not going to change your body shape. It's not going to tone you up. It's not going to do any of that. You only really need to be doing enough cardio just to take care of your heart. Unless you are some professional athlete or you you plan to run the marathon, any other kind of event where there's lots of running involved, then yes, But if you are constantly spending all of your time at the gym and just doing cardio and hoping that the cardio is going to bring you some fantastic results where you start looking lean, it's not going to happen. Number three, weights. Okay, 
We still have one or two women who are afraid to pick up any kind of weight which is heavier than their purse because they still have that fear at the back of their mind that they're going to look like the Hulk or they're going to look like a female bodybuilder or a female CrossFit athlete. That's not going to happen, guys. A female bodybuilder, a female CrossFit athlete, their training is totally extreme. It's on another level. And and you are not going to get like that. And besides, everyone's genetics are completely different. So when you strength train, you're going to look a particular way. When somebody else is strength training, their body's going to look a different way. It's all based on your genetics. It's all based on everything else, like how much rest you're getting or what your nutrition is like. All of these things play a part in what your final result is going to look like when you start implementing strength training into your program. You know, how many of you have seen someone on Instagram or seen a professional athlete and said, you know what, I really like the way that she looks. looks really athletic. She looks great. Well, I can guarantee you that that person that you're admiring, the physique of, they didn't get that physique from lifting weights that didn't weigh anything more than the purse that they carry around with them. They have had to strength train, not excessively, but they've had to lift a certain amount of weight in order to stimulate the muscles to promote growth or promote strength. And besides, if calories is the thing that you are headset on, on burning calories, strength training is the way to go. Because with strength training, when you develop muscle, your body has to work damn hard in order to maintain that muscle. And when it works hard, it has to burn calories. So do you see where I'm going now? So number four, we're staying with weights and I'm going to talk about the barbell. Now I know a lot of females are terrified of the barbell, terrified to go over to the free weight section. And I know the reason why, because that's the place that I was in at one time. I was too terrified to go over to the free weight section and use the barbell, even though deep down I wanted to try out some of this stuff. I didn't want to do it because one, I didn't know what I was doing. And there were so many guys that were around in that free weights area. I felt intimidated. I didn't want some guy coming over to me to try and correct my form or, or look at me as though I shouldn't, I shouldn't be in that area. And so I used to steer clear away from the free weight section. But then one day I signed up and got some personal training. And I said to my personal trainer, could you show me how to use the barbell? And I learned all the basics of the barbell, you know, the deadlift, the bench press, the overhead press. And once I was shown how to use the barbell, learned the technique, got the correct form, that was a thing that gave me the confidence to be able to go over to the free weight section and do my strength training using a barbell without worrying about someone looking at me thinking, what the hell is she doing? A lot of us women complain about guys coming over to us and correcting us from, from doing things that are wrong when it comes to strength training. But if you want to avoid your chances of that happening, then just go and get some personal training. You don't have to have 10 sessions, 20 sessions, even just five sessions or a couple of sessions. Learn how to use the barbell. Look at it as an investment in yourself. Think about the amount of money that you spend on things that are not adding value to you. There's lots of things. The cost of personal training isn't going to be anywhere near what you spend on hair, makeup and clothes and shoes. 
If you want to know how to use the barbell and get the full benefits of strength training and also make the most out of your gym membership so you're not just spending your time in the cardio area, then invest in yourself, go and get a few personal training sessions. If you're adamant that you can't afford a personal trainer, then get someone who knows what they're doing to show you how to use a barbell with the correct form. Dumbbells are not so bad because if you run into trouble with dumbbells, you can always drop those to the floor. But with a barbell now, it's a bit more trickier. If you're lifting a barbell above your head and you run into difficulty, you know, there's only one place that that barbell is going to end up and you don't want that. You want to change the way your body looks. You want to start getting toned or leaned or, you know, looking a bit more shapely and just change the way that you look. Stop skipping out on certain areas of weight training. Number five, talking too much. If there's one thing that us ladies like to do, and that is to talk. We love to talk. It's just part of being female. Guys won't understand it, but we love to talk. But there's a time and place for that kind of thing. If you have signed up at a gym and you have a gym partner and and the both of you are spending your entire time, every time you visit the gym, you're both spending your time talking nonstop. Guess what? That's valuable time that you could be using to be making progress on your goals that you could be using to be working on yourself. It's great to socialize and have a chat, but when it starts becoming a bit too much, where it's taking over your entire time that you've set aside for training, how are you benefiting from that? You don't want to look back a year later and find your your fitness state and your strength states in the same place that it was when you first started. You go to the gym for a reason. If you must talk, Use the talking to encourage one another to get that last rep or to lift heavier. That's what you should be using your talking for. I I know of people who've had training partners where one is very focused and dedicated and they know what they want and the other person is not so dedicated. They're spending half their time talking and distracting the person that wants to focus. If you have a training partner like that, get rid of them. Honestly, get rid of them because they will hold you back. They will hold you back and then you will only have yourself to blame when you don't see any progress two, three months down the line. You're still in the same spot. Number six, comparing yourself to others. I know this is something that guys do as well, but I'm talking to us females now. Whenever you see somebody who has a a beautiful figure and you're not looking like that and you're wishing to look like that or you get upset because you don't look like that or you've worked so hard but you still don't look like that, Stop torturing yourself. Everybody's genetics are completely different. You will not look like someone else. They are them. You are you. You know, they have their set of genes that they got from their parents. You have your set of genes that you got from your parents. And the whole purpose of going to the gym is to create the best version of yourself with your genetics that you have. What you're eating, how you're sleeping, how much water you're drinking, all of that will come together and create the best body that you can build for yourself. So quit comparing yourself because all it's going to do is just lead to disappointment. Number seven, trying to spot reduce fat. Fat loss doesn't work like that. Again, everyone's body is completely different. I know that for me, whenever I start dropping any kind of weight, the last place for the fat to leave, are my legs. 
my thighs. If I put weight on, that's the first place it's going to go. That's just how my body is set up. For you, it might be completely different. For another female, it might be something else. You know, it might be the hips. So you, you can't actually spot reduce. It's not like strength training where you say, right, I want to develop a stronger back that's more defined and strong and powerful. Because when you're strength training, you're focusing on those muscles in the back. But with fat loss, you can't pinpoint a certain area. Your body is going to get rid of fat in the way that it wants to. Fat loss just occurs the way it occurs. Number eight, obsessing over the scales. I don't have scales anymore. I got rid of my scales a long, 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 long time ago. Got rid of them because scales I find are misleading and they can mess with your mind. You could jump on the scales one day and weigh a certain amount. You could be eating exactly the same food that you've been eating for the past week and then another day you jump onto the scales and it's showing a completely different reading. You know, maybe maybe you're four pounds heavier. And what tends to happen? It it upsets you. You then start questioning yourself. Why have I put on extra, uh, an extra few pounds? You know, I'm really angry with myself. I really worked hard in the gym. I've been careful about what I've been eating. And then your whole day is just messed up. Your whole day is messed up because of this figure that you've you've looked at on the weighing scales. Instead of worrying about the scales and what it's reading, concentrate on how you feel. When you look in the mirror, how do you feel when you look at yourself? How do you fit in your clothes? How you fit, How are you feeling fitness-wise, strength-wise? They're the things that you should be focusing on. If you feel good within yourself, then great. You don't need to worry about number on the scales. Let me tell you this story. A couple of years ago, I went to have a, a medical at the, the GP surgery. And on the BMI chart that they have, I'm only, I'm only five foot three. And as, as you know, if you look at my Instagram, you know that I'm, I'm carrying some muscle. I'm quite athletic. The BMI chart doesn't know that I work out. The BMI chart, according to that, I'm overweight. Obviously, once the, the GP took all these details down and everything, this is on the chart, it's showing that you're overweight. But obviously, I can see that you're not overweight. I can see that you work out. And I just said to the doctor, well, why do these, these charts exist? The charts don't know whether or not you strength train. The charts don't know how much muscle mass you're carrying. That's why I don't let things like that bother me. That didn't bother me when it when the GP said, well, according to the chart, you're classed as overweight. It didn't bother me because I know that I'm not overweight. That's the same thing that I want for you is to stop worrying about numbers on a scale. Honestly, it will screw your head up. Forget about all of that and just go by how you feel and what you see in the mirror. That is it. And go by how your clothes fit. Number nine, obsessing over the number of calories burned. Numbers, again. Do any of you that go onto these cardio machines, cardio machines are not 100% accurate. When you program these cardio machines and you put in your age or your height, you know, that sort of thing, and then you'll start running on the treadmill and you'll say, wow, I've burnt 400 calories. I've burnt 500 calories in this amount of time. In order to really get some kind of precise, accurate reading of how many calories you're actually burning, more questions need to be asked, more than just your age or your height, you know, things like that. 
numbers are sometimes nothing but trouble. I really honestly think that psychologically they screw people up. It's just like food labels. You know, look at the back of the packaging and it'll say, this is how many calories is in this food. Even that's not 100% accurate. So stop worrying too much about how many calories are showing on that piece of equipment. It's just the general guideline. The machine does not know enough about you. It doesn't have all the information that it needs in order to accurately say, right, this is the amount of calories that you need to be burning, or this is how many calories that you have burned. It's just a generalized number. And the last one, concentrating on only glute exercises. This is one of the reasons why when I'm on social media, I refuse to look at a lot of females on there that work out because I'm sick to death of seeing females doing this whole glute workout thing. Yes, I understand you want your glute to look nice. If you are working on your glutes and you're not working on your hamstrings, you are asking for some serious problems because the two are connected. You cannot strengthen one and not strengthen the other because when one is weak and one is strong, that is when you're going to get injuries. And if you get an injury, you're not going to be working out for a very long time until it heals up. You have an entire body to take care of from head to toe. I sure as hell want you to get the best results. And I'm pretty sure you want the best results for yourself as well. And But in order for that to happen, you've got to stay focused at the gym and be really mindful about some of these silly things that we're doing, which are not so obvious at the time. But when you actually compile it in a list in the way that I have, and you look at it, you realize that, yes, this is where I'm going wrong. So I hope this helps you out. Anyway, that's enough rambling on. Next week, it's the guy's turn. So thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself. And I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.